Hello! Welcome to Tay 2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Picture to Burn from Taylor Swift. Ugh, so good. Mm-hmm. And today we're hopping back into Midnight's World. Almost caught up. Super almost caught up. Ish. With ish. <laughs> we got a few, few more. With Lavender Haze. Lavender Haze is the first track on Midnight's. Midnight's was released on October 21st, 2022, and this song was co-written by... Our guy, Jack Antonoff. Our guy. Jahan Akil Sweet, Mark Anthony Spears, also known as Soundwave, Sam Dew, and Zoe Kravitz. The music video was just released on January 27th at midnight, of course. Would it have been released at any other time? Unfortunately, it had to have been midnight Eastern Standard Time. I don't think that's that unfortunate because we're usually still awake at midnight well, I mean, Eastern Standard Time. I mean, we're lucky. We're we're <laughs> Eastern Standard Time, right? Yeah. But some people, it was like four o'clock in the morning for them. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But there's no yeah. way where you can make it any time that would be universally good to the whole world, you know? Yeah, well, she should switch it up and have it be midnight someplace well, else. Well, she did. There were 3 a.m. tracks. Those weren't convenient for mm. us. That's true. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> Lavender Haze has yet to be played live, but I personally think it will be the opening song for her Eras tour. I agree. I think it's perfect for it. I think that the crowd's going to go absolutely bonkers for it. You know, she's going to have like that intro video or whatever going yeah, on at the like beginning. And then like it'll go through each of her eras probably ooh, and, ooh. and all this stuff. And then at the end, it'll be like, meet me at midnight. And then like <laughs> the whole crowd, and then there's going to be like an explosion and the whole crowd's just going to go bonkers. Yeah. I foresee it. A lavender haze explosion, ooh. maybe. <sighs> Super smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like lavender smoke just like explodes out of everywhere. And the whole stadium is just covered in lavender haze. It would probably be just on stage, but like... I think it could be the whole thing. (laughs) Lavender Haze debuted at number two on the Billboard Hot 100, only behind Antihero at number one. And Antihero was number one for a while. Yeah, because it was the lead single. Obviously. Devin, Mm -hmm. what do you think about Lavender Haze? Fantastic opener. For her album, seriously. Mm-hmm. The era was instantly established with Meet Me at Midnight, mm-hmm. like I already said. That combined with this super new sound that is just like a complete 180 from Folklore Nevermore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just couldn't be any more different, I think, which is just another like really cool thing about Taylor is that she's just got so much in her mm-hmm. that she wants to express. And it, depending on the people she's working with at the time she will collaborate and make a completely new sound. Yeah. it It's really, really cool. And this sound, I think, is like synth pop. Yeah, that sounds right. You know, right. like there's synths and it's poppy. So <laughs> I'm going to say that's I'm maybe sure synth it's pop. a genre. I think yeah. that is a genre. And Jack is obviously very well-versed in that world because he has a lot of that in his music. I love the intro here from the aforementioned line to the whoa us, mm. you know, and that driving bass synth, the doom, 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 Yeah, so just like so, so good. I love how she sounds on this track, smoky and sultry. I love the melodic line of the verses. And it goes all the way down. Mm. I just did that terribly. 
And then the great uh, yeah, uh, yeah, which are fantastic. The chorus is also so, so good. That switch between her head voice uh, into her chest slash speaking voice for the I'm damned if I do give a damn on people's eyes. Yeah. Just fantastic. The second verse is my favorite because it's just basically her being like, screw gender roles. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not going to deal with these usual things. Heck no. I'm doing what I want. And then that line, no deal, the 1950s shit they want from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? Just, like, throwing that out there and just being like, I'm not doing anything that anyone expects me to. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my thing. I think that's fantastic. And we'll get into that and relate to. The actual lavender haze is such an interesting notion. And it makes you think of a drug. Or at least I think of a drug when I think of like a lavender haze. Like if you're in some sort of like druggish Mm. haze. And then I also think that lavender haze might be like a sexier take on daylight and visible string. With the purple pink skies and that like afterglow effect and you know the warmth and the the kind of like reverie that you're in mm. there i am looking forward to gossip gab to maybe shed some light on this mm-hmm. and i just think it's a good song fantastic opener totally think totally like i'm 95 percent there that she's gonna open with this yeah on the door like, yeah i feel that too. I, I don't know any other song that she would open with yeah i think it i think it's this for sure gab what do you think of this one I mean, I agree. It's an instantly iconic opening to the song and, like, the whole Midnight's album. I mean, like, Meet Me at Midnight. Like, just it's just perfect, sums it up. You can see the whole thing. Um, I love that beat that you mentioned that leads right into the song. And the whoa-oh-ohs are so good. Mm-hmm. I think, like, all the production of this song just adds, like, a lot of really good, like, texture and layers to the song. Like, mm. it really makes it. And I know it's, like not necessarily like everyone's like favorite like when they first heard they're like whoa lots of synths but like i was like this is different i have not heard things like this from taylor before let's do it yeah you know? yeah i've also like leaned into this song a lot more in the last two weeks for some reason i don't know hmm. why but it's like i don't know it's I'm becoming really part of you it. yeah like i just think when i hear it i just like start grooving so i think that's part of why it's like growing on me i'm hearing i'm like yeah i just start mm-hmm. moving it's just like it's it's enjoyable um, i really like the way the production drops out in the I've been under scrutiny, yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like all that section where you can kind of hear it. And obviously, I love the way that Taylor sings that, yeah, uh, yeah. That, I like, love it it's so just much. So, so fun, sassy. I think the chorus is like super groovy. Mm. Yeah, like you just kind of like bop and move to it. And I love the variety of Taylor's voice in the song as well. But like, especially when she's in that low, sultry register, like yeah. I really, really love her voice like that. And then, like, it's really cool when you pick up different things in production, which, like, obviously doing this has, like, led to us doing that more. And, like, the drums throughout the song are really good. But, like, especially, like, after that second verse before the chorus, there's, like, kind of like a, like a, ba dum ba dum ba dum Like, there's like, a little drum oh, yeah, solo yeah, yeah. kind of thing, which is not something that you usually hear yeah. in a Taylor song. So I thought that was really cool. And totally I was like, forgot about I noticed that. it. Like, yeah, you know. That's so good. And then the first time that I heard the lyrics... No deal, the 1950s shit they want from me. And all they keep asking me is if I'm going to be your bride. The only kind of girl they see is a one night or a wife. I was completely, like, gobsmacked by those lyrics. I mean, like, Taylor just kind of 
just really like right away, first song of the album, yeah. she just went there. She addressed like all the different rumors and things out about her immediately. Yep. She's like, um, I'm going to tell you how I feel. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm like, it's pretty cool that like, um, like right away, she's just like, right, oh, like on that first track of my new album, I'm going to share with you my thoughts on this. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting too, because a friend of ours actually just the other day was saying, oh, do you think she's married? Well, that's what I was going to say is like anytime I talk to like Taylor fans or even non-Taylor fans about Taylor, like their first question, like the last year, I'd say, has been, you think she's engaged or married? Like the first question. And like, if that's something that's kind of like being like annoying me, because it's like, we we don't know. It's like, imagine being her and seeing all those articles and like getting that question constantly. Yeah. Like I think from these lyrics, it definitely seems like she's over the scrutiny. She's yeah. like, I'm done. Like the 1950s shit you want from me. <laughs> like they're only asking me if I'm going to be your wife. Like she's over it. And she just goes there immediately. Yeah. And I do have to say, like, you know, kind of like devil's advocate a little, the reason people care so much about that and are so invested is because they are invested in her life. And then also because of like, her trajectory as an artist, she started off very much with like the fairy tale and breakups and falling in love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was so much of her story that people have a vested interest in that aspect of her life. Yeah. So like, that's kind of like the other side of it. But then it's also like, it doesn't mean that like we have right to know everything. Sure. And also like, as a person, she can like, she reserves the right to change her mind on how she feels about marriage and fairy tales and whatever. Like, you know, her whole... Just because of how she was at 15 doesn't mean, and I hope it isn't her worldview now. Yeah. So, like, the first time I heard that, though, it was just, like, shocking. I was like, wow, she really went right there. Yeah. And I thought that's pretty cool, very interesting aspect to this song. For sure. Yeah. And she has a way of doing that with, like, all of her track ones, I think. Mm-hmm. Or at least most of them nowadays is that she just, like, says exactly what she's going like to she say. she sets the tone. She sets the yeah. tone. You know that, okay, here's where we are in this era. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's true. And like, like that's, yeah, I'm thinking of uh, the one, I'm doing good, I'm on some new shit, like as the first line of an album. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Devin, mm-hmm. do you relate to Lavender Haze? Totally. I totally relate to a sort of Lavender Haze, mm. if you will. I mean, I feel like I'm constantly in a sort of Lavender Haze with Gab, Mm. you know? I mean, it's not what she portrays in the music video. It's not like this, like, sexy, sultry, like, (laughs) I'm lifting Gab and in parties and, like, you know... uh, I don't, I don't sleep with my shirt off, so I, I just have, like, a t-shirt on so she can't, like, you know, put constellations on my back or anything. <laughs> but what it is is, like, stability and, like, this sort of sense of just, like, peace, I guess, that, that we have where, like, it's this all-encompassing feeling of love and affection that we both just kind of like know that we have each other's backs and we don't have to like really worry about anyone else's opinion Mm -hmm. on any matter and like if anybody says stuff that either of us are like that's none of their business like we we talk about it and we're like that was messed up that like they talk to us about that or like like how you know we have a plan and no one else needs to care about our plan like it's Mm -hmm. it's just us you Mm -hmm. know and so outside influences obviously are a big part of Taylor's life. She has a lot of outside influence. Mm. Everybody wants to know what she's doing, cares about her, like needs to know what's going on with her. And so like, if we only have, you know, like 
our grandparents and like (laughs) friends and like friends of our parents who are asking us questions, then it's just like how it's, It's, it must be to like the 50th degree, you know, like she's got to have so many people. Yeah. Just up in her business. Yeah. You know, and it's just really cool when you have somebody that, that you're able to be in this sort of peaceful lavendery unit, like, Mm -hmm. That you're both making decisions together and everything. It's, it's really, it's really cool. And, you know, you just take things at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Gab, do you relate? I absolutely agree. And I also relate to, you know, our own version of a lavender haze. We're definitely a unit, like, making our own decisions in our own bubble. And, like, we do things, like, our own couple way and not, like, the other way other people expect us to. And, you know, like, it's not quite, like, exactly that, like, newlywed newly in love like whatever like lover lavender haze but it's like Mm. our different version of that lavender Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. haze our our married version (laughs) of that lavender haze yeah but i get i get like like the overarching idea of the song like hey like stay out of our business basically i relate to that yeah and then i also really relate to that 1950s shit lyric Mm -hmm. as you know I often push back against traditional gender roles in a marriage. And, you know, like, just because I'm a woman, it doesn't mean I'm a good housewife. And mm-hmm. that's really okay. Yeah. You know, it's okay if you are. It's okay if you aren't. But it doesn't mean that just because you are a specific gender, you're good at something. Right. I really push back against that. So that lyric, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's me. Yeah. So definitely relate. Cool. The music video was the third Taylor released for Midnight's, but it was the first she wrote out of the three. Taylor wrote and directed this music video. Her co-star is actor and trans activist Leith Ashley, and about the video, Taylor said, This one really helped me conceptualize the world and mood of Midnight's, like a sultry, sleepless 70s fever dream. Mm. I mean, that really explains the music video. Like, it is that. Yeah. And I like that we both use the word sultry to describe her voice. So that's like, (laughs) we're, we're in the world. We're there. Okay, so some Easter eggs in the music video. It, of course, opens with a clock turning to midnight. I think this one is a stretch, but it pans up Taylor's feet (laughs) with her toes painted turquoise, which could be reminiscent of her pedicure and, like, the foot motif of her debut album. Oh, weird. Because that album's kind of, like, turquoise, and her feet were, like, in a lot of pictures. It was weird. It was really weird. So that just, like, I think it's a stretch, but, like... I'm just going to put it out there. I obviously love the pan to the Mastermind vinyl. I think there's also a reference to the maroon lyric, cleaning incense off your vinyl shelf, because there's the incense. The drawing on her partner's back makes me think of the August lyric, you're back beneath the sun, wishing I could write my name on it. nice, yeah. Apparently, in the weatherman scene, Tennessee is listed at 13 degrees, (laughs) Taylor's lucky number. Some also feel that the weatherman scene could allude to midnight rain, Mm -hmm. because she's watching the weather report at midnight and then also since the weatherman is also played by Leith ashley some feel that this is a reference to the karma lyric karma is the guy on the screen coming straight home to me yeah for sure yeah which i like that at first i was like i don't understand the weatherman thing and like obviously smart people on the internet help me understand it taylor also loves playing with the life in a fishbowl theme when it comes to her take on fame And the scene with the koi fish could be, like, mimicking that idea, reminiscent of the fishbowl scene in the Lover music video. Mm. Also, the koi fish are, of course, the same as the fish on the Speak Now tour guitar, also seen smashed in the antihero music Mm -hmm. video. 
Seems like a pretty clear uh, speak now Easter egg to me. Also, Joe is apparently a Pisces, which goes along with the fish motif. Fans counted seven koi fish in the music video, which led them to theorize a July release for Speak Now Taylor's version. Hmm. But, you know, we'll see when we get there. We'll see. (laughs) There are seven fish I counted. That would be interesting for her. I don't think she's going to release it during her tour. I don't think so. I feel like that would be kind of... Weird, but she's gonna be touring for a while though, so I don't know. I don't think I don't think she's gonna release it until after the tour. Interesting. I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but she's doing so much. So you're probably right. Yeah, you she's know? got this album, and you know, and then with releasing Speak Now, she has to do all the stuff leading up to it. Like, where the heck does she have time to do? All yeah, that? that's a lot. So, I mean, she's done it before. Yeah, yeah. You know? We'll see. But the seven fish could mean nothing or something. Could mean anything. You know, she has done it before. Numbers and all that. Devin, mm-hmm. what do you think about the Lavender Haze music video? It's wild. It's a wild music video. And super fun to watch. There's a lot going on. She really likes this visual medium, obviously. And like, it's really fun for us to see how her brain works mm-hmm. with a visual medium. Yeah. Her, her lyrics are incredible. But then to get to see like, oh, her brain is actually working this way, too. Yeah, yeah. She's a weirdo. She's a total (laughs) weirdo. Like, all three of these music videos are super weird. They're, like, really... They're great, though, you know? And they have, like, wild motifs and themes and Easter eggs. Very imaginative, yeah. Just very surreal. And that's where she loves to go. That's what she loves to do. And I know that when she was working with uh, Joseph Kahn on some of her stuff, like, there was some of that in his music videos for her and obviously she had a lot of say in her own music videos there and i feel like that's kind of where it started because you know pre-1989 there wasn't like a lot of you know fantastical stuff going on in her music videos yeah i think that's like yeah when she started kind of taking that more creative and reputation has a lot of like the fantastical stuff too Mm -hmm. with with uh, ready for it and look what you made me do and yeah um, just bigger production yeah exactly yeah but it's very fun to see exactly like what her brain is doing Mm -hmm. the only the only video that i think goes against that is i bet you think about me which is which seems very set in reality yeah but very goofy but super goofy of course yeah yeah i've one of my favorites. I love that music video so much. Anyway, I love all the Easter eggs, of course. I love the take on the fishbowl theme that you mentioned. And she, of course, talks about that a lot about herself and it's in her music and her videos. And right off the bat, I love that mastermind vinyl. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, the lavender field that she crawls through to get to the TV is is very weird. It yeah. kind of does look like pot, too, like at the same time. I mean, you know, not really but it looks like a field of, of weeds but mm. you know it's lavender yeah but it, yeah anyway <laughs> the koi swimming around of course are great the speak now reference and everything i love the space and constellation motifs yeah, throughout the video that's cool. very cool i think that that's really interesting that you pointed out that he's a pisces and the whole zodiac stuff like yeah that kind of makes sense here when she rubs his back and traces the constellations on his back that's really cool mm-hmm. the fun party scene at the end where she is getting lifted and thrown around is super sexy and fun mm-hmm. there's <laughs> You know, if you if you look at the extras around her as she's singing, there's a lot of really not great acting going on. <laughs> 
with the party goers. Mm. It's a lot of just like um, mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes, peas, mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's very funny. And obviously, you're meant to just be looking at her yeah. and Leif. But if you do look anywhere else, there's not much happening. That's funny. I think that there may have been a little bit too much haze. Hot take, maybe. But I think that there was. <laughs> it is sometimes really hard to see what's going on. And probably that's the point. But like... You know, when she's dancing around in her room and there's literally just so much haze that you can barely even see her. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, and then it it's whatever. But like, and then also in the party scene, there's so much haze too. And so yeah, it's kind of like hard of to see what's going on. And obviously that's probably the choice. Yeah, the point. yeah. And she signed off on it and everything. But all in all, fine music video. It's definitely not one of my favorites from her. Mm-hmm. I thought out of the three, four midnights, this was the weakest. Mm-hmm. I know that she said that she did it first. And so that might be why. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Gab, what do you think? I mean, I think the music video is very visually pleasing. And I love all like the different like textures and uses of purple and like lavender haze, you know, like it's like that the coat she has on and the different haze and the liquid pool and the actual lavender, like a lot of different textures she's working with, which I think is cool. I think it's definitely like a sexy music video. (laughs) And I agree, like maybe a little too much haze at the end where like they're doing these really cool dance moves and throws. Like he's lifting her and stuff and we can't even really see it. And it seems like it'd be pretty cool dance moves i know it's like kind of the point that they're in their lavender haze yes and i like how like in the party scene it's like they're just focused on each other like completely yeah i think that's like very much the vibe but like also after watching the music video part of me was just kind of like okay like taylor really likes smoking weed you know (laughs) i mean like obviously that's like unverified but it's kind of the vibe of the music video kind of but you know it's a fun and pretty music video and i think it does set up the whole midnight's vibe mood motif we see a lot of like the different costumes we had seen in the teaser that hadn't been in the other videos. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's also not one of my faves, but it is very like enjoyable to watch. I think that she's just high on love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, she's totally. smoke she's smoking that good stuff. Yeah, love. Uh, love. Mm. Well now we get to the segment of Gossip. In Lavender Haze, Taylor sings about protecting her relationship with Joe from scrutiny. She said, My relationship for six years, we've had to dodge weird rumors, tabloid stuff, and we just ignore it. So this song is sort of about the act of ignoring that stuff to protect the real stuff. Mm -hmm. The song title comes from a phrase used in the 1950s to describe being in love. Taylor heard it while watching AMC's show Mad Men. She said, if you were in the lavender haze, then that meant that you were in that all-encompassing, another term you used of, love glow. And I thought that was really beautiful. And I guess, theoretically, when you're in the lavender haze, you'll do anything to stay there and not let people bring you down off that cloud. Mm. I think a lot of people have to deal with this now, not just like public figures, because we live in an era of social media. Mm -hmm. And if the world finds out that you're in love with somebody, they're going to weigh in on it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty interesting, especially like, you know, with me, someone who watches like, uh, like reality dating shows, Mm -hmm. just the way that people weigh in anytime any of those people get in a relationship is like fascinating. Cool. Yeah. I also think it's, it's really cool how closely the idea of lavender haze matches with Taylor's purple pink skies, as you mentioned, Mm -hmm. of the lover era. And like the sexiness of the song gives me afterglow vibes Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And, like, false god. Uh, and like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very much that same phase. And, like, 
good for them that they're in this loving, yeah. all-encompassing feeling. Like, that's yeah. amazing. I feel like it's a combination of, like, daylight and afterglow. You know? Yeah, I, yeah, because like the love of it, both. too. Yeah. yeah. Before Jack started on Midnights, he was working on tracks with Soundwave, Dew, and Zoe Kravitz. And during one session, they cooked up a track that would eventually become Lavender Haze. Soundwave told Rolling Stone, It was not specifically meant for anything. That one was me going through sounds for 15 minutes and eventually hitting one button by accident. (laughs) Jack's eyes lit up and he was like, what was that? It, It just happened to be this small little loop that my guy Jahan sent me a while back. Soundwave edited the loop and added some effects to make it sound the way that it does now. Cool. Dew wrote some melodies to the loop with Zoe Kravitz, who was working with Jack at the time. He said, Zoe's actually a creative genius. She's not just a phenomenal actor. Her ability to create different sonics and find different melodies is next level. Cool. As well as being a friend of Taylor's, Zoe's also part of the R&B and electropop duo Lola Wolf. All right. Yeah. So a few months later, Jack... Pitched the song to Taylor, who then wrote the lyrics. Cool. And it's cool just, like, how different songwriting sessions, whatever, could lead to so many different songs. Yeah. And I think that's really neat. That's cool. And that, like, it doesn't always have to even be intended for where it ends up. Right. It's so creative. And now it's, like, a, you know, global hit. Yeah. And they all were just playing around in the studio. And, being like, yeah, hey. and Jack was like, that sounds great. It's you like, know? That's a thing. What is that sound? God, yeah. They're, they're all... Geniuses. It's really cool. Very, very creative. And also mm-hmm. just so cool that like they're all like these creative friends who work together and stuff. Like yeah. that's neat. Devin, mm-hmm. what's your favorite line in Lavender Haze? Obviously it's yeah uh yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's probably actually mine too. It's so it's so she sounds so good. Yeah. Her yeah oh yahing with herself, you know? All yeah. the things you do to me. Yeah uh yeah. <laughs> You handle it beautifully. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's just like, it's so good. I like that. It's so good. Best part of the whole song, too, I think, is the yeah, oh, yeah. I like the yeah, oh, yes, too. Gab, what's your favorite line? I really love, I'm damned if I do give a damn what people say. That was awesome. It just flows so well. It's so good. And it's also, like, true, you know? Yeah. Like, just try not to care what people say, you know? Truth. Yeah. Like, there's, you know, people are going to always agree or disagree with everything you say. So it's just like... Try not to. Try not to. <laughs> okay, Devin. From one to ten love spirals, what do you give Lavender Haze? I think I will give Lavender Haze six love spirals. Oh, wow. That's lower than I expected. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah, it's good. She sounds great. It's a fun listen. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, hmm. Hmm. You know, like, it's not one that I am always like, oh, my Drawn God, to. yes, Lavender Haze. Mm. Oh, my God, I need to listen to this song right now. No, that's that's either Mastermind or Labyrinth. Or mm. Yeah. Question. Bejeweled or Question <laughs> or You're on Your Own Kid or. You're giving spoilers for future oh, episodes. Sorry. Or Would Have, Could Have, Should Have. <laughs> yeah, so I think my gut is saying six. Six love spirals. Gab from 1 to 10 love spirals. What do you give this song? I give Lavender Haze eight love spirals. I really like this song. I think I'm just like such a fan of Taylor's album openers and like the feeling they give me mm-hmm. when they are the album openers. Just like, I don't know, it's like a weird immediate relax or immediate mm. like I'm listening to Taylor. Yeah. And the openers always do that for me. It's so, it's very interesting. Yeah. So I like this one. I really like the groove. I like how different it is for her. Mm. I think it's also grown on me a lot in the last couple of weeks. So I think that pushes mm. it up. Yeah. Cool. 
listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tatazy Podcast and give us all your thoughts. What does a lavender haze mean to you? Mm. How did you feel about the music video? Mm. Are there any Easter eggs that you saw that we missed? Uh-huh. We want to hear it all. And remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Yes, and thank you as always to our patrons. You are the absolute best. Thank you. Well, next episode, we'll be covering Maroon from Ooh. Midnight's. We're almost caught up. Almost. We're we, almost through the Midnight's have... catching back up to the alphabet. Yes. Really near there. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to C. Thanks for listening. See you next time.